You are listening to the Out and Off Beat podcast. Welcome to the Odd and Offbeat Podcast, hosted by myself, Mr. Matthew Baker, and the ever-aloof Louis Fox. That's right. I'm like a nice exfoliating sponge you would take in the shower. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. You're porous. I, I will clean your business up. <laughs> you got dead skin? You call me. <laughs> and it's nice to see you, man. We've been doing these shows over for the last month over Zoom because I moved to Oregon, but we are in person, live, Recording, we're not live, but uh, you're not hearing this live. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but we're in person. We're doing the show here in Queen Anne. I'm staying here while Erica and I are doing some doctor visits. Yes. And yeah. And I'm fixated across the way in the apartment building across from where you're staying. There's a guy in his underwear, like boxer shorts, and he has a like an office chair. He's just spinning in circles. Yeah, and you seem to think that that's weird, but I seem to think that that's just normal. I mean, the guy's in his underwear. He's doing office work and quarantine. <laughs> the office, the office work. He's in a Zoom meeting, and you know, he, his he is, camera is off. He is standing next. To him. Standing, so he'd be all junk in that Zoom meeting, <laughs> and he's spinning the chair yes. without maybe sitting. It's in a it. very progressive company he works for. <laughs> maybe, maybe their icebreaker is who can spin the chair the fastest, <laughs> wearing the most awkward attire. <laughs> yes, that's what I think. <laughs> and it is weird because we're like, you know, I've I've lived in apartment buildings before, but never directly across from another apartment building that you can see into everyone's windows yeah. and it's a little it's a little weird you're like doing some men at work stuff you're like yeah. trying to solve crime oh, <laughs> you've got the binoculars out i'm surprised there aren't binoculars here like i look out my back window and i see a parking lot and i have binoculars do you ever pull it out and look into other people's houses i've tried yes I've that's been, messed up no, dude it's not. that's super messed i'm up. like dude you still have your Christmas tree up. What is, is going the end on? End of January. Come on, <laughs> your kid's a uh, she. She missed problem four on her math homework. <laughs> yeah, your kid is sleeping at her desk when she should be in Zoom. You're gonna, uh, you're gonna be English. that old guy who's like, there was a suspicious car that drove down the street. It's like it was a Honda Civic. Exactly. <laughs> no one drives on. I've never Civic. seen it before. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, it's nice to be uh, here in Seattle. We were down in Eugene. You flew down to Oregon. I flew uh, to Oregon to hang out and help me with a virtual show. Yeah, I'm probably the I had the most Eugene seatmate on the plane, which was a dude wearing a spandex bodysuit and short, like Bill Clinton style jogging shorts. See, and I'm thinking that that guy probably just works at the same company that the guy spinning the chair across <laughs> the way does. <laughs> But you seem to think that it's like, hey, it's Eugene. Yeah. Anything goes. Yes. <laughs> and it kind of kind of did. <laughs> yeah. Well, if you've never been there, it's a very sort of uh, unique town in the sense that there is a uh, the dress attire is not like here in Seattle. Where, you know, everyone's kind of like dressed up a little bit nice and professionally on some, you know, even me, like I'm wearing all people black. wear shoes in the winter in Seattle. Yeah. In Eugene, it's like, you know, you wear like a wizard robe <laughs> and then like boxer shorts and then like one Doc Martin boot and then like a high heel on the other. <laughs> we were looking on a Eugene circus performers group on, on the internet and a guy's like, 
hey, it's been a while since I've taken, gone out and burned the dragon. Who wants to meet me under the bridge? <laughs> We're like, what the is hell? That a, is that a certain title? Is that DMM, DMT? <laughs> yeah. And so I met him, and it was DMT. It was, it was DMT. <laughs> You're like, I saw a parallel universe, <laughs> and I learned how to spin a point. It's pretty sweet. <laughs> uh, but I appreciate you coming down to Eugene. I was trying to give you a little of the hippie flavor. We went to yeah. Voodoo Donut. We got a. Vegan. I like how that's the hippie flavor. No, that's not. It's just more like grungy a little bit. Yeah. But then uh, we got a hippie pastrami sandwich. Yes. And yeah, I tried. I tried to hook you up with the experience. You had a life changing fake pastrami sandwich. That's true. I had never eaten. I've e- I had eaten at this restaurant before, but I've never. Had. I like how you call it a restaurant. It was a food counter at the back of a food co-op. <laughs> Yes, it's a restaurant. It serves food, and I never—I've eaten there there before. It's always good, but yeah, I've like never a had school this. lunchroom serves food. I was at the finest four-star <laughs> restaurant. Oh, where were you? Uh, Midvale uh, Elementary. <laughs> Amazing. The, ju- the burritos on Wednesday are phenomenal. The juice box. Mwah. Three Michelin stars. Yeah, and uh, I—all—that's all I've been thinking about—is that sandwich after yeah. we had it. You won't shut up about that. Yeah, sandwich. yeah. It is. I impressed myself with my own town. <laughs> I liked my town more. Yeah. After that. So, so yeah, I appreciate you coming down. It's nice to see you, man. You want to get to some stories, Louie? Let's do it. All right. Let's get to some weird news. This story comes from summitnews.com. That's a news source more reliable than a living will for a zombie. No, you don't think uh... <laughs> they need to worry about their aftercare. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It seems if I was a zombie, I'd get my affairs in order. That's <laughs> being a responsible <laughs> zombie. <laughs> All right, this story goes. Microsoft granted patent to reanimate dead people as 3D chatbots. <laughs> I know a lot of people who spend a lot of time talking to chatbots already. I think this already exists. Do you really? Oh, yeah. What do you, like, like who? Tons of comics chat with the ladies uh, that randomly oh, yeah, Instagram yeah, yeah. them. Yeah, gotcha. So Microsoft has been granted a patent for technology that would reanimate the dead by recreating them via social media posts, videos, and private messages, and could even be downloaded into a 3D lifelike model of the deceased. I love, though, that, like, you know somebody's going to get this downloaded and the personalities can be based on their social media. And you're like, you were not that bro in real life. Yeah, right? <laughs> they just say YOLO over and over again. <laughs> yeah. Whenever you say something they like, they just go, like. <laughs> What's up with all the... You always wanted to be at the beach. You were an iron worker. <laughs> Thumbs up. <laughs> Uh, not creepy at all. The tech giant has raised the possibility of creating an AI-based chatbot that would be built upon the profile of a person, which includes their images, voice, data, social media posts, electronic messages, among other types of personal information, reports IGN. Can you imagine, like, I don't, why does it have to be deceased is what I'm wondering. Like, why can't it be a living person? Like, I love you so much, baby. I want two of you. Or it could be like for an intervention. Like, do you know how much of a D-bag you're being right now? We brought in <laughs> your... <laughs> Here's you. <laughs> you see you from your own eyes. And then we're going to murder him. Yes. You're going to walk a mile in my shoes by living with you. <laughs> 
I would love it's like you you know you get your dead mom reanimated as like a robot with all the social media stuff, but they like cross it up with some like racist hillbilly who like loves moonshine <laughs> and is like into QAnon. Yeah. Like I don't remember those my mom thinking that. Or maybe that's some underlying thing that's in her like she had some dark history <laughs> like a second personality on the web. Yeah. <laughs> All right, it's understood that the chatbot would then be able to simulate human conversation through voice commands and or text chats. The patent explains that the chatbot could be a historical figure, a celebrity, a friend, a relative, or even a copy of the user creating training the chatbot. All I know is Disney's Hall of Presidents is about to get amazing. Yeah, right? Like they're going to bring back Abraham Lincoln using his social media posts. (laughs) I can go down Splash Mountain with Abraham Lincoln. (laughs) George Washington's personalities. How do you turn this camera on? I just got a splinter for my wooden teeth. <laughs> the patent is literally straight out of a Black Mirror episode, the dystopian series created by Charlie Brooker. In an episode called Be Right Back, a young woman's boyfriend called Ash is killed in a car accident, but she decides to bring him back in the form of technology, which uses artificial intelligence to mimic her lover's speech patterns, mannerisms, and knowledge. Uh, so here's what's going to happen, though. You're getting some weird, like, engineering. And what I mean by that is, like, if I died, my wife would bring me back, but she would like be like, hey, can we tweak the buttons that makes him close the cupboards? Yeah. Can we upgrade and maybe just slim him out just a little yeah. bit? Can we put a better looking face on his face? <laughs> Actually, can we uh, upload my high school boyfriend <laughs> to this body? <laughs> so uh, I, have you seen that episode? You ever watch Black Mirrors? I've only seen the one with the robot dogs. Okay. So this one, I have seen this episode and in the end, the woman... It, struggles to accept that it is an actual replacement for her boyfriend and ends up locking him in the attic. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Transhumanist elitists have long dreamed of being able to achieve immortality by preserving their consciousness after death and uploading it to a computer. Now, if I recall, Transhumanist elitists, that was the band that played that Christmas Eve in Sarajevo song with the orchestra. Oh, yeah, that was it. You nailed it, Louie. <laughs> in his book, The Age of Spiritual Machines, futurist Ray Kurzweil predicted that humans will be uploading their minds to computers by 2045 and that bodies will be replaced by machines before the end of the century. All I know is this puts us back on track to having RoboCop be a reality. Yes, I know. We were derailed <laughs> from that future for a while. I know. We got hooked on this internet thing. Where, when's Demolition Man? When do we go underground? <laughs> yeah. All right, so uh, essentially the book continues that that we won't need our biological bodies and that, you know, essentially we're just going to be robots. Yeah. So elsewhere in the book, Kurzweil Kurzweil made it clear that such technology would only be available to wealthy elites and that the rest of humanity would likely become a slave class or be wiped out altogether. That's essentially what humanity has always been. There's the elites and then the working people. Yeah. So this is no different. What do you think about this, Louis? I mean, I like that someone's – maybe there's a purpose to the social media stuff that's going on. Uh, a lot of people may not have noticed, but since mid-December, I've really taken a break from the social media. Uh-huh. I'm not on near as much as I was before. Uh-huh. And it's really liberating. Yeah. But now there's going to be this big gap in my personality for totally, my future man. robot. They're like, what happened in the, the 20, 2021 to 2022? Yeah. Louis completely void. Off the grid. Like, they won't know how to program me. I think what this is personally is that it's Microsoft using this as a loophole to collect information from 
every source out oh. there. So, I mean, collecting data on people, right? It's like, all about oh, the no, data. We're going to make replicas of you down the road, but first. But first, we need your internet password. <laughs> <laughs> we need you to come down and give your blood type, some plasma. We need some a- semen. <laughs> we need like, what? This is a robot, right? <laughs> <laughs> we wanted it to be accurate. Oh, then there's nothing in there anyways. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's a little trippy, man. And uh, I think this could be cool, but I don't know. I mean, I think that kind of takes away from life knowing that you are could be a robot in the future i think if if i knew i was going to live essentially immortally as a robot like would i make different choices yeah probably i I would probably handle more hot things (laughs) (laughs) yeah i i I like the idea that this could be a thing you know that we're we're moving forward and like the what we all envision our future of like robots, you know, yeah. hanging out and <laughs> drinking coffee, yeah. making drinks. I have the robot. You all he does is drink coffee. <laughs> He's the laziest robot ever. He the just robot. smokes cigarettes, watch French French cinema. <laughs> Your robot's so lame because he can't get drunk. You're so love, much cooler when you're. In. I would love that. Like, bro, we make the robots to like improve our lives, but they're they're just like homeless they're just yeah. like at the food bank collecting social security checks or surfing all day yeah right they're just all like online playing video games i guess though if you didn't have this like food and shelter motivation for you what would you do yeah totally you know i would watch smoke and watch french cinema yeah. <laughs> watching reruns of seinfeld <laughs> I would be so deep in QAnon. Yeah. Well, absolutely. They're going to have some whole other conspiracy. Yeah. Robot Anon. I like it. So I want to th- thank Eric Haynes for sending us a story. Yeah, absolutely. And keep sending uh, us stories, folks. I like it. Yep. Story Part Two. This story comes from NPR.org. That's a news source more reliable than a socially distant mosh pit. Yeah, this is kind of tough. Did you see that uh, article about the Flaming Lips doing a show and all their audience was in like those bubbles? Oh, yeah. Looks pretty awesome. Yeah, it's going to be a new genre. I think so. The hip hop version, bubble rap. <laughs> nice, Louie. Nice. <laughs> Story goes, man allegedly hid from coronavirus and authorities in Chicago airport for three months. There's, I have a lot of questions. The first one is, what does the guy smell like at the end of this? If you have a lounge pass, some of these lounges have showers Oh, and yeah. Stuff that was the best. Uh, Las Vegas has a shower. Yeah. Which is probably the shower I don't want to use at an airport is in Las <laughs> Vegas. Well, what's funny is the headline says he's running from the coronavirus, like somehow you can escape it by hiding in an airport. Like it's a thriller movie. Yeah, right? We use like, Fauci totally recommended the safest place to quarantine, an airport. Yes, right. A California man was arrested Saturday and accused of hiding in a restricted area of Chicago O'Hare International Airport for three months. The man told police that COVID-19 had rendered him too scared to travel home to California, so he hid in the airport, surviving on food provided by strangers, the Associated Press reported. He was like, when they said shelter in place, that's where I was when it came out. (laughs) I did what they said. I sheltered. I built this cardboard. (laughs) 
I built this hut out of airplane peanuts yeah. and bottled water. <laughs> well, that's so weird. Like, the food provided. Was it food he just took out of, like, uneaten food from a garbage can? Or was he, like, was he bagging? He's got a little, like, sign, Will fly to Memphis for food. <laughs> Will watch your bag while you go to the bathroom for food. So I don't understand. I mean, what the time you're allowed to stay in the airport. And they don't say that in the article. And I've always sort of wondered that because I myself have played with the idea of maybe staying in an airport for a long period of time just mm-hmm. for shits and giggles. But it's like, what is the legal time you're allowed to stay there? I don't there? think there is. But he made a fatal error later. Oh, yes, you're right. He did. But, if, I mean, if he has a ticket, he's like, my flight was delayed for three months. Yeah. I'm flying to a remote town in Morocco. They're still building the runway. <laughs> I missed my flight. I don't know what to do. <laughs> Exactly. United Airlines staff spotted 36-year-old Adita Singh and requested identification. They said he removed his mask and presented a badge which belonged to an airport operations manager who reported it missing last October, according to the Chicago Tribune. See, so this guy's up to stuff. He's... He's stealing badges. He, you know, if you... Yeah, the stealing the badge is not a good sign. Why wouldn't you just present your regular ID? Because he was in a restricted area. Oh, gotcha. So he was somewhere he shouldn't have been. So if you're just like in the terminal, if you're like gate C-16 is my home now. Yeah, that's what I don't understand. So why why go to the restricted areas? That's the thing. Like, you're right. That is a little bit problematic. And somehow he stole this badge or acquired it. Yeah, I mean, but I just want to live in a terminal, right? Yeah. Like, you know, Tom Hanks. Yeah. In that movie Terminal. <laughs> in that movie Terminal. And he dies What's of cancer. <laughs> <laughs> and he's got a volleyball. <laughs> Singh faces felony charges of criminal trespass in a restricted area of an airport, as well as misdemeanor theft charges. Cook County Judge Susana Ortiz set bail at $1,000. She also said if he came up with the money, he would be prohibited from returning to the airport. Here's the thing. So he comes up with the money for bail, goes home to California. How does he get back to court? Yeah, right? He's got to drive. (laughs) The hearing took place Sunday where the judge was concerned that an individual had remained undetected in a secure area. For so long, the court finds these facts and circumstances quite shocking for the alleged period of time that this occurred, Ortiz said. Being in a secured part of the airport under a fake ID badge, allegedly, based upon the need for airports to be absolutely secure so that people feel safe to travel, I do find those alleged actions do make him a danger to the community. Yeah, here's people think airports are so secure, but the amount of stuff that gets waved through the checkpoint is amazing. Yeah. Uh, I don't think he's a danger. I mean, I guess I, who knows what he was doing, why he was doing the restricted area. Like, why do you need the restricted air area That's access? That's the thing. Like, why aren't you just like hanging out in, yeah, what you said, like Terminal A or C and just, and Chicago's huge. Yeah. Right? I mean, you could eat food scraps if you wanted. Yeah. You could probably make friends with people who work at the place. Well, and, and there's so many people just like lounging around it. All like who work at the airport. I mean, I've slept at a million airports. Yeah. Sometimes, like we used in London, we what we used to do is just at night we would take the train to London Heathrow Airport and then sleep at the terminal mm. and then take the train back <laughs> in the morning. Yeah. Right. It's like a buck, a buck to, or a pound to like go all the way to the airport. And I was like, why, why pay for a hostel? We'll just stay at the airport. Well, pre nine eleven, people used to live at the airport. Yeah. I mean, like they legit lived at the airport uh-huh. because it's public it was a public space yeah and you didn't need a ticket to get through security yeah. back then but you can still like even like at vegas sometimes i'll have like an early morning flight instead of getting a hotel i'll just go and sleep yeah. in a ticketing counter well i so i used to do a gig at the airport in the mornings so one day i showed up and i saw this couple unrolling an air mattress at the at the uh, uh, gate yeah and then they inflated it put up like sleeping bags out 
put eye masks on and went to sleep. And they were asleep at the end of my shift when That's I left. amazing, right? <laughs> like, Solid eight hours. Yeah. <laughs> it's cheaper than rent. Oh, I, it probably is. They yeah. probably Amazon Prime that air mattress to like well here's the thing rent, rent for two people in seattle 1500 bucks right yeah. you can get a ticket like you're allowed to stay there for a week yeah you can get the cheapest ticket you could find 150 bucks you know you're just like we're at 900 dollars. we yeah. save 600 bucks we sleep at the airport <laughs> <laughs> i don't know everyone's so friendly some people do that on cruises though right like so there are a lot of people that will just live on a cruise yeah. instead of have a place they have the same room and they just you know will go around wherever the cruise is and because they're paying for it they get a bunch of status yeah so they don't have to pay for a lot of the like champagne or whatever the yeah. upgrades it's cheaper and i've i've mapped it out it is a lot cheaper just to do, do a cruise well i had read an article that a lot that old people were starting to do this because it was cheaper than the assisted living absolutely so you like i I can spend $8,000 a month at the old folks home or I can live on a cruise ship where they have a doctor. Yeah. You know, Absolutely. someone checks on me a couple <laughs> times a day. They make me some towel animals. Yeah. What do you what do you think of this, Louie? I like it. I li- I mean, I like uh, assuming he's up wasn't up to something nefarious. I like this. He was just like, "You know what? It's not safe to go home." Yeah. <laughs> you know where my safe space is? I'm safe from oh, here. I'm safe from COVID <laughs> at this huge massive airport <laughs> with people coming from all over the world. <laughs> All right. Safety in numbers, yeah, baby. I like it. It's the Odd and Offbeat Podcast. Well, that's it for today, folks. I want to thank you so much for listening and remind you that if you want to support this program, you can do so by giving us a five-star review on the site where you downloaded this particular episode from. And then go to some other sites where it's available and leave five-star reviews Yes, well. yeah. Do the circuit. Do the rounds. <laughs> You know, like it's like Brad Pitt re- releasing a movie. You know, oh, he's he goes, doing the junket. Uh, yeah, you go around, you do all the talk shows. Do just do that for us. Yeah, with five, with five star reviews. Yeah, here's the thing: you go on the Tonight Show, plug yes. us. <laughs> That would be greatly appreciated. <laughs> also, you can support us by going on Patreon for as little as $2 a month. That's $2. That's less yep. than a cup of coffee. You can support us. And you get an extra episode, you get some stuff in the mail, you get shout outs, we give you good vibes yeah. from the back of the co-op. I will send you pictures uh, of the person across the way <laughs> spinning a chair in his underwear. <laughs> yeah, we will send you all sorts of stuff and that does help us out quite a bit. It's only two bucks a month. Where can the fine people see Louis Fox this week? Uh, coming up on the third, I'm doing a Zoom show uh, with Eric Haynes. I think it's for some old people. So if you are old and want to sneak in, I can probably hit you up with the the link so that if you're like 17, uh, you will look way out of place at this. Game. So you're doing a online virtual show for old people. Yes. Is the show about it's just turning to, on your to, computer? Turn on your. <laughs> Yes. How to navigate Zoom, where the camera on the computer is. Yes. Nice. Uh, it's kind of weird because I kind of have to plan two shows, right? Mm-hmm. I have to plan one with interaction and one if they can't figure out how to do the interaction. Yeah. So I think what's going to happen, I'm just going to fake that they can't do the technology and phone it in. Really? Yeah. I would just get a fake old person oh. and record them and then interact with them. That's probably the way that to do it. That can do it. it. Like, they'll be like, just hire an oldie. Yeah, they'll be like, Mildred looks good this week. Yeah, I don't have it. she's hot. Where did she come? <laughs> I haven't seen her around the home. Yeah, pretty much. I think it's how it's going to go yeah, down. Yeah, just do that. There and you then, go. Have and your mom do it. Oh, yeah. I'll, I'll, that's, 
maybe what's going to happen. Yeah, there you go. Uh, then on Friday the 5th at 1 o'clock, I'll be doing a fundraiser for, I want to say Morningstar Farms, but that's not who it is. Because what is Morningstar Farms? They, they make, make the uh, fake, fake fake meat, man. Fake chicken nuggets. <laughs> it is not for fake chicken nuggets. <laughs> okay, the Mockingbird Society. Oh, yeah, very similar. <laughs> <laughs> they they empower um, like it's Youth Advocacy Day, so uh-huh. I'm doing doing a little show for them. I think it's free, but you got to sign up on their website. Okay, sweet man. And where can they catch you? No, nowhere, man. We are going on a little trip to Taos, New Mexico. Oh, finally! Yeah, we're going to visit Erica's friends and uh, hang out, man. Going to go see the Earthship. Go see some bridge that you told me about. The, yeah, you got to see the bridge. Uh, we we're going to try and eat in the front of a co-op this time instead Ooh, of the back of a co-op. Nice. We're going from a hippie town to a smaller hippie town. <laughs> to, to a rich hippie town. <laughs> so, yeah, that'll be my first time there, which is uh, it's kind of rare for me to say in, in the United States that I haven't been to a particular place. So, yep. Taos, New Mexico will be there all week, man. Ooh, yeah, I'm pretty excited. Exciting. Actually, I think I, I should re- withdraw that statement. It's like five days. So. <laughs> it's a work week. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, but that's it for us, folks. We want to thank you so much for listening. Of course, send us a message at info at oddandoffbeat.com. Like us on all the social sites. Yep. We hope you have a weird week. We are out. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Odd and Offbeat podcast. Stay weird.